Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com SLM and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com SLM and get started now. You know, we bonded over our love of reality TV. The world needs to hear what we have to say. We are still watching this train wreck oh, of a show. Am I going to continue watching it? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> there's no question about it. I absolutely want to take part in this train wreck every single week. Welcome back, everybody, to a, another episode of Just Peachy presented by Sensibly Loud Media. I am here after. I was just talking to Caitlin about this before I came here. I'm just talking about it at the very beginning of this podcast. I had a very entertaining late afternoon today <laughs> <laughs> dealing with my puppy. But how are I'll, I'll get in that into that in a minute. How are you? I'm good. I'm just uh, kind of not looking forward to tomorrow, which will be my peach pit. I mean, it's not a big deal, but um, anyway, I'll, yeah. I'll go ahead and tell you guys. We'll just like get ahead of ourselves. But I'm going to um, a class. For continuing education tomorrow and the only reason why I'm not looking forward to it is because it's in Fort Worth which is oh. those of y'all that are not from this area that is like on the opposite side of the city from me so yes. it's like is it early in the morning too registration starts at eight so that's, so, that's early I mean so you're gonna have to yeah, leave here so by... to leave at like seven yeah and maybe so, even there, I mean shoot, is it in downtown Fort Worth or where is it yeah okay. it's at like Harris Methodist okay hospital so oh that is a pain yeah it's it's gonna be a trip but you know what I love about um because I don't really drive very far from my job or anything I mean I I feel like I just kind of live in my little five mile radius and that's like about as far as I go mostly I mean aside from maybe going to CrossFit but um what I love about longer drives is I get a chance to like listen to podcasts that I don't normally get to listen to so I'll be able to listen to my weekly dose of BS and I don't give a rip and I'll (laughs) listen to our podcast because I do listen to our podcast every week just because it's almost like it's almost like in my mind like if I hear it back I can like change it if I say something dumb but (laughs) I know I can't I don't know it's so bizarre it's like I want to like make sure I don't totally mess something up and then yep I don't know. Maybe it doesn't make sense because then I'm just going to embarrass all over again. I know. I get I sec- I get secondhand embarrassment sometimes when I'm going back and listening. And I'm like, oh, that's myself talking. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, so it's not really secondhand embarrassment. It's just straight up embarrassment. And I'm like, why? Yeah. But it's fine. I'm embarrassed for myself, which doesn't make sense. But <laughs> it's yeah. fine. Whatever. We're but- entertaining. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I my afternoon. So. And we record on Thursdays now, which is great. I work from home on Thursdays and I know you don't have to go anywhere on Thursdays too. For I mean, I know you had stuff you did today, but it just makes it easy. But I had to take our dog Copley, as you probably remember from a couple weeks ago, poor thing, had a ear infection. We had to take him, Justin took him in to, and it was, you know, a very eventful time for Justin because it apparently was very smelly and gross and but he got all taken care of. But I had to bring him back today because they just wanted to double check and make sure his infection was gone. So, um, this is the first time I had to take him anywhere by myself without Justin. And he's like the sweetest dog in the world, but he's the most nervous, timid, 
dog I've ever been around where like he just shakes uncontrollably anywhere outside of his comfort zone. And so getting him in the car was a hassle. He did fine. Once he's in the car, he's fine. Got to the vet. And before we got in the car, I, I was like, okay, we're going to pee and poop before we go so that no accidents happen when we get there. He did both. I was like, fantastic. Got him in the car, got to the vet, got him out of the car, walked up to the door. He's already shaking. As soon as we step foot in the door, he poops. And I was like, are you you kidding me? Like you pooped this morning. You pooped right before we came here at like four o'clock in the afternoon. And yet at 415, when we got out of the car, you still pooped. (laughs) And so I felt I was so embarrassed. And like the poor, like they were so nice about it. They're like, no, don't worry. Like he's not the first dog to do this today. It's totally fine. Um, so that was horrific. And then when I took him back, they had to swab his ears and they came back and were like, okay, well, luckily all's good. No infection is gone, but his ears are still insanely dirty. Like there's a ton of debris. So like we need to clean him out again when we're here. So they did. And like, we have to now clean his ears like once a week with like this ear wash stuff. They mm-hmm. did it and were showing me how to do it. And like they scrubbed his ears and then they got this like gauze to like clean out Oh my God, like Ugh. the stuff that came out of his ears. I'm like, how does, how is that possible? It was, I was like, so Nasty. then I got to, to it, luckily it didn't smell, but it was, I was like, how much, how is there that much crap in your ears? Like, I was like, I'm embarrassed. They're like, no, it's not like anything you did. Like, it's fine. I'm like, but he doesn't do anything. How does oh. that much shit get in his ears? So that was embarrassing. And then so embarrassed. you're embarrassed for him. Yeah. So, and then by the time I got him home, like I said, it's just. It's a haul doing it by yourself. I don't know if you've had to yeah. take your dogs anywhere, but your dogs are more um, well-mannered and tame. Well, they can be. So, like, I mean, I guess they're not they're not very shy like Copley is, but when they see a dog and they're together, they're a handful because they just bark like crazy. But yeah. I've we take them to, like, a mobile vet. So they they haven't had to – let me let me back up. They haven't had to go to, like – just a normal like brick and mortar vet for anything. Cause they haven't been sick or yeah. had any kind of infections or anything. So there's, um, there's like a mobile vet that comes to our, our um, pet food store that's by our house. And we just take them to the mobile vet because they're there like a certain weekend every month or so. And um, that's how they get all their shots and they get their heartworm medicine and all that. And they just get like a little general checkup. So, but they, <laughs> hate it I mean yeah you can just tell in their eyes they're sad and like the people that run it are so nice and they're always so excited they're like is that a great parodies because they're kind of like a weird breed like not many people have them yeah anyway Uh, but so I mean but I feel like taking them to the vet vet would be yeah it's it's stressful and plus that's your baby you know know. it's like you feel bad for him like I feel I can't watch when they get their shots because I start getting teary it was just so embarrassing but it's so sad and well I said what's worse with him is like he just shakes uncontrollably and I'm like down there on the floor with him petting him giving him kisses I'm like it's fine it's fine and he's just and he starts to pant like really loudly and like he starts drooling everywhere because he's like panting so much and I'm like I don't know how to help you it's okay but I know so poor buddy it's okay it's a rough day I'm looking at him right now and he's just a little angel in his bed so all's fine so all's forgotten (laughs) but so that was my afternoon today but you got back from a had a beautiful weekend I did so um before I left um for 
my trip this weekend, we went to um, our Christmas market, Meet the Reef, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of like our big uh, organizations, like fundraiser for the year. And so that's done. So kind of a breath of relief uh, um, <laughs> that yes. that's done. Um, so then the next day we left for North Carolina because, um, that is where my brother-in-law got married. So yeah. oh, your we, pictures um, were beautiful. The pictures I saw you posted were beautiful. Oh, thank you. Like the backdrop yeah. and everything. Yeah. So we flew to Atlanta and we drove, I guess like three hours, like total, um, from Atlanta to this, um, city called Highlands in North Carolina. So it's like up in the mountains. I don't know the name of the mountain range, but, um, it was really pretty. Cause like the, you could see like where all the leaves are turning colors and like a lot of the trees had already dropped their leaves, but you could still see enough. And so it was way up there and we stayed at this place called Rockwood Lodge, which is a huge, I mean, just massive house. That's owned by uh, the Woodruff family, which is the family that owns Coca-Cola. Okay. So um, they have this lodge and it's like, I mean, I don't, I couldn't even guess as to like how many thousands of square feet. I mean, like probably like 20,000 square feet. I mean, oh just freaking huge, huge, huge lodge. So um, there was 14 of us and we all stayed in the house and um, everybody had their own bathrooms, which I was concerned oh, about. Wonderful. Yes. Everybody had their own bathrooms, <laughs> but like they had, um, oh gosh, they had like fireplaces in the rooms that like you'd turn, a, you'd push a button and it would turn on and you put, push another button and it would turn like totally off. Nice. Like fire gone. Like yes. you didn't have to wait for it to die down. It would just turn off. Amazing. Yeah. Didn't have to wait for it to start off. It was just wild. So, um, and like, I guess that they do, the Woodruff family does a lot of hunting because there is like taxidermy everywhere, <laughs> oh, gosh. everywhere. Oh my gosh. They had a stuffed ostrich. They had a stuffed bear. They had a zebra rug. They had like little antelope horns above our bed. I mean, like just, they had a hippo. They had a crocodile. Oh my like, hippo. Yeah. I mean, like everywhere, every kind of taxidermy that you could think of, like, oh my gosh. So, um, but yeah, they had like this great room kind of down on the bottom, uh, floor where, um, we had our dinners. And so, um, anyway, like the, and then out back, there's some really pretty views and it was, it was pretty cold the, the time that we were there, but, um, we had, the wedding outside and so it was it was chilly but like doable and yeah. so it was yeah it was it was a nice time it was really good to get to be around family because yeah. a lot of people came in that like we haven't seen in a long time and so um the guys got to go on a hike I didn't get to go which I was kind of bummed Aww. but um yeah so nice. um it was it was good it was good yeah so how was how was your weekend it was fine we'd let a did absolutely nothing so <laughs> no complaints um I'm trying to think like what did we actually do and I'm like we watched Knocked Up this weekend oh my gosh because <laughs> we, we were literally so bored we Classic. were like we have nothing to do and it was like we were just literally scrolling through movies and it was like we haven't seen this in a hot minute sure let's watch this and then I made sure to cover my eyes when I knew that you were going to see the full vag and the crowning of the head when she was oh. giving birth made sure I did not see that um, <laughs> I remember being scarred for life in the movie theaters when I saw that yuck. being like huh, just, huh. just yuck yuck <laughs> oh god um let's see we did that what else did we do 
Oh, well, I'll get to it'll be part of my juicy peach at the end of this. So I'll I'll save. We already ruined our pit. Let's let's I end know, on sorry. the happy notes. No, I I brought up the pit to begin with. So, but I'll save a little bit of what we did this weekend for my juicy peach. So, um, but we've got a lot of TV to talk about, which is why we're here and why the people come to listen to us because clearly we have fantastic opinions on some housewives talk, um, which we had four different episodes as we discussed before. We'll really talk more in depth on Dallas and OC since we've talked about those since the beginning. I'll give a quick little recap of Jersey and Atlanta at the end, but let's focus on OC and Dallas and why not start with OC since I guess that came on before Dallas did. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> um, so we had ended off the last episode with everyone realizing Tamara was a conniving bitch. Big fat liar. Bitch yes. liar horrible person it's what everyone's consensus came to so we start this episode with i thought this was interesting how they filmed this so they had gina and tamra talking about i guess tamra realizing like why is everybody like not my friend anymore and then they had emily and kelly talking kind of about the same situation and they kept going back Mm -hmm. and forth i was getting really confused i don't know if you did either yeah i did too (laughs) all i know is that like i felt like gina was just like relishing her opportunity to just talk shit about like literally everybody to Tamara. it's like she she is for a long time tried to like get into like the cool girl group yep and the show and like they've kind of like been just using her and kind of making her their pawn. And now that Shannon's mad at Tamara, she's like, Oh, this is my chance. So she's going in and talking all kinds of shit, all kinds of shit. And basically, I mean, the whole gist of it is Tamara. And how did Gina even get into this conversation? Was Gina at that dinner last episode where like, they were all realizing that Tamara was no, Gina wasn't even at that dinner. Gina wasn't there. So I don't know how she heard about it. I don't know, but was telling Tamara, I guess everything that came out, and why like they all think that Tamara's at fault and Tamara's like I literally did nothing and just acting trying to act all innocent um and I guess Kelly sent her a a mean text message they showed what the text message said and it oh it can't be as mean as her text message to Vicky (laughs) oh no (laughs) with the the pig (laughs) (laughs) that yeah that one's mean um but Kelly basically said no I think because Tamara texted her and was like hey how was dinner last night did, didn't talk trash about me did you and did like the little like emoji with the winky and the tongue you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about yeah um, <laughs> nobody can see my face except you I don't know why yeah. I just did that <laughs> um and Kelly basically texted her back and was like uh hell yeah I did um and I don't remember what what exactly I should have written down what she said but the gist of it was like yes I talked shit about you like you're a terrible person um I guess that was kind of the gist of it it wasn't like threatening in any way but which is kind of no. mean. Um, and then Tamara was like, and I don't understand. I have not heard from Shannon in a couple of days. And like, I'm just going through a really tough time. I guess she and Eddie went out of town for something. Yeah. I don't know. She made it sound like they just went out of town to have a whole lot of sex. Yes. So. And I think that's it. That, com- that comes up later in the episode where I think Shannon said that to her face. She was like, yeah. you and Eddie just went out of town to have sex. Why do you think I'm going to call you? Like, while well, I know what you're doing, interrupt you. Oh, mid-sex. oh my God. Um, but Shannon or Tamara's all butthurt because Shannon's not Shannon's supposed to be your best friend isn't talking to her and she's like I gotta get to the bottom of this so that was kind of the end of that <laughs> okay um and then it was kind of interesting I guess to see 
switching gears that both Bronwyn, they showed Bronwyn's daughter touring whatever college that was. I think Full- it's like Cal Fullerton or something like yeah. that. It, it must be. I mean, it seemed like a smaller, like private type school is what it seemed yeah. like. Um, and then they started, I guess Shannon's daughter is starting to think about, I guess she's a senior or junior in college. I don't know. No, she's, well, she's a senior in high school because I mean, I mean, sorry, I meant, I meant high school. Yeah, like thinking oh, no, about, no. but she actually just declared where she's going to the other day. I don't oh, know if did. you saw it on no. Instagram. Where's she going? She's going to Baylor. Oh wow, okay. I know she mentioned um, talking. I mean, I think it seemed like she was focused on Texas. Uh, she mentioned SMU and UT in the episode, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, A and M, A and M, Baylor. Interesting. Okay, it's and I wonder why. Like, they don't, does her, their family have Texas ties, or I wonder if she just really wanted to come to Texas. I don't know. She said she wanted to go somewhere in the South because she likes the Southern boys. Yeah, she wanted a Southern I mean, boy. Which I mean, yeah, I don't blame her. I would. Southern I, boys are great. Yeah, easy place to find them down <laughs> here in Texas. Yeah. So, can we talk about Bronwyn's outfit when they were? at the school because she's wearing like this really really short skirt or shorts i couldn't tell if it was i don't oh they they were shorts i know what you're talking about okay she was dressed i mean like she looked like she could have been in college and i think that's (laughs) kind of what she was going for and then like her poor daughter like in in, like jeans and like a normal like looked super normal i know but i guess i i wouldn't i'm not surprised because brahman even mentioned she's like you know i got I met, she's like, I met your dad, like when I very first came to college and she, I guess she got pregnant before she even graduated college with her daughter and dropped out. So she's like, I never really had the like college, college. experience. Mm-hmm. Like I met your dad and like, we were basically living together from day one that we met freshman year. And so I never experienced the college life. See, so. that makes a lot of sense because like she has so many kids. Yes. So I mean, she would have had to have started early like well, yeah because really she's young i mean i think bronwyn's only like she looks like she's like 30 something yeah like 30, late 30s early 40s i don't like know 38 yeah well let's do the math so if she had her daughter say she was 18 when she had her daughter and her daughter now is probably 17 17 or 18 so that makes her like 35 36, 36. like that yeah yeah so wow oh my god i can't imagine being okay we are five years away from being 35. Can you imagine having almost seven kids? Uh, oh my <laughs> like, gosh. I feel like that would age me so much. Like, like, oh my God. I just, I literally just did that math. I'm like, yes, she's literally, she would be five or six years older than us. That is insane. I know. Well, especially because like when I first started watching the Housewives franchises, like I, I imagine them being like my parents' age, yes. which some of them are, but mm-hmm. not the majority of them. know. No. like they're. Yeah. And their late 30s, early 40s, which is really not that far away from where we are. So it's just like, what am I doing with my life? Oh, my (laughs) God. Oh, yeah. Revelations. That's so crazy. Um, (laughs) um, Okay. So then we get into a little bit of a heavy scene with Tamara and her son and his therapy session. I was... I I felt really bad. Like I felt for him. I really felt bad for him. Um. Like this was, I mean, and it was, I, I felt kind of in a way bad for Tamara too, because I can't imagine being in that situation when you're, where you know your child is going through a rough time and like you want to help so bad, but there's only so much, there's really not much you can do other than to support them like she was trying to do and like help them get into therapy, which I think would probably be good for him. But when she heard the things that he was thinking about himself, where he basically said like, I'm worthless, I'm a garbage human being, um, my 
like my life's not important. I don't remember all the things that he said, but basically yeah, how he's that's yeah, basically yeah, he's saying like he doesn't belong, he doesn't matter. Yeah. So I mean, um, I just feel for him, and I think that like she carries a lot of guilt because she feels like she didn't set him up for success as a parent because she had him so young, and then mm-hmm. you know she got married two different times when he was younger and living in the house and. So yeah. she married his dad and then they got divorced when he was young and then she married Simon and, and they should have a flashback to, I mean, I remember watching this, like he and Simon butted heads big time. Yeah. So, I mean, he really hasn't had a very strong father figure in his life. I mean, I guess he gets along fine with Eddie, but it's like kind of like too little too late. Yeah, exactly. And then and he's was, got a daughter. Yeah. That's what the, which it was good to hear that Tamara was like, he's a really good father, but he puts all of his energy into her and to makes it to where like he has nothing for himself. And like, which I'm like, it's just, it's just sad. It's a sad situation Yeah, because it, it's one of those things where he, where they can show him in a light where he comes off as just like the biggest asshole and prick ever. But like, you're like, damn, deep down people actually have like real issues. You I know, know. I know. Like, oh, makes you think twice about being like, man fuck him like I don't know even not even just him but any I think about this too like any housewife that I'm like man that person's a piece of garbage like but you never sometimes you just sometimes you just never really know what people are going through there's always a story behind somebody that you think is a trash human being yeah exactly. there's always something going on Ugh. so um and then let's see what else happened oh Gina Gina's parents. parents were in town yeah and basically she tells them that Matt wants to get back together with her and she's still on the fence if he doesn't know what to do. That was kind of the gist of that conversation. Yeah, that's long and short. She, nothing new there. Yeah. Oh, I guess she brought up how she she has fears of getting back together with him because he's such a jealous person and he can go on, I guess, these rage fits like, like because scary. he's so jealous. That's, I know. That's super scary. I'm like, I wouldn't feel comfortable around that. Like, I can't imagine. That's how it was with before I met Justin, like my ex-boyfriend before that. He was the like, extreme jealous type that I literally couldn't do anything without him. Like, well, he like, wouldn't let you go out with us. No, no. So I'm like, I get that. I'm like, no, I wouldn't want to be with someone that would act like that either. So I don't I kind of don't blame her. But yeah, I think we've talked about this before. Do we know their current status today? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't says. heard anything, so I'm assuming they're still not together. Yeah. But, um, you know, what kind of makes me sad is I feel like Gina's a little bit, like, brainwashed because I think she enjoys – I think I've said this before, but I think she enjoys the attention. She's mistaking his jealousy and his anger and the issues that he has for love. Yes. And, like, she thinks this is how he's showing love. And it's like, no, he's no. got problems, man. Yes. Ugh. I know you just want to take her and like, oh, let me just, just shake, shake her. Face. Oh, honey. Oh, God. Um, and then let's see what else did we have? Oh, Kelly. So Kelly and Bronwyn and uh, Emily go out to lunch. And I didn't know all this again because I haven't watched a lot of the prior seasons of Orange County. But was Kelly and her mom a huge storyline before? Yeah, like Kelly's mom lived with her for okay. a while. And they started butting heads and had a falling out. And they, I guess they haven't talked in a couple of years. Yeah. So I guess that they kind of just talked about that and how, I think Emily told her like, look, I would suggest you at least reach out to her. Cause she was like, I, I couldn't, she was like, if, th- if I were in your shoes and like, I found out that something had happened to my mom 
and I didn't at least attempt to reach out like I would have so much guilt she's like I would take that for you to where if you got a phone call that your mom died tomorrow and you never tried to do anything and you rather than living with that guilt even if you reach out and she turns you down at least you know you tried and you can rest easy if something Absolutely. were to happen falls so, in her court yeah yep um so then we get to the uh, real the- meat of the episode <laughs> towards the end where Tamara and Shannon meet up for coffee there was oh no uh, buttery, hi, how are you? Oh, I'm good, thanks. It was just like, let's get down to this business, girlfriend. Yep. And discuss. Which Shannon was kind of pissed too. Well, I mean, rightfully so. Yeah. So um, Shannon tells Tamara like what all she's heard that Tamara's been saying behind her back. And then they start getting into like who started the train rumor and like did – Tamara bring it up or Shannon bring it up and Mm -hmm. yeah oh my gosh so I mean I mean no Tamara the whole time too was like well at this dinner that you all had where they were all bashing me did you even stick up for me at all and she I cannot believe I mean the audacity I know oh my gosh Shannon was like I mean I did at first until they started saying all this terrible things that you said about me and she said the biggest one was when you said that I was getting fat she's like that one really hurt and Tamara's yeah. like well, I, would I don't know if Tamara Tamara basically said she's like I wouldn't say something like that but I don't know well, oh she did yeah so she tells Shannon that Shannon's the puppet master and she's coordinated all of this yeah. to make Tamara look bad and I'm like are you kidding I mean pot meat kettle <laughs> you're the one that's the puppet yes. master. I mean, she's the one that's spinning this whole web of lies. And I think it's starting to unravel. Like everybody's yes. starting to figure it out. Yeah. She's so like, she's just backed into a corner and doesn't know what to do other than try to throw Shannon under the bus. Make yep. Shannon feel bad. Yeah. She's like, well, why else would Kelly turn on me like that if it weren't for you? And then she prints off the text, pulls out the printed text messages um, to show. Oh my gosh. Shannon. Bring those receipts out, it, girl. It reminded me of Beverly Hills when lisa vanderpump printed out the text messages from uh john blizzard do you remember that this yes oh my, oh my gosh that was wild <laughs> was like, oh my god printing text messages but at the end of the day Tamara kind of was able to sweet talk shannon back on to her side but they kind of made up but then in both of their confessionals it kind of made it seem like they're like well we'll be court like sure we we made up but I'm going to, you know, keep you at an arm, arm's length distance because, right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So they're yeah, no. back on good terms in quotation marks. Kind of so. like Stephanie and Cameron in the Hospice of <laughs> in Dallas. Dallas. Yes. But we'll get there. Oh, God. So that's basically where the episode ended. But it seems like, I don't know if Tamara and Kelly in the next episode are going to get into some arguments because Tamara's like this Kelly needs to be stopped like they hold on I, everyone just keeps turning on everybody like they were all they were all best friends and now they're not and now so-and-so's a bitch so-and-so's a whore no one said they're a whore but it just basically but is what it makes it seem like oh people were calling each other's whores in New Jersey that's what happened I'll get to oh so, of course so <laughs> makes a lot of sense <laughs> oh lord um but yeah. Oh, and I know, so they showed in the previews, they're going to be going to, or Bronwyn's trying to create a trip for them to go to Miami and I think Key West. Oh yeah. And this is where Shannon's like, I can't go to Palm Beach because that's where 
yeah i guess david's yeah or was it key west or was it palm beach maybe One it was key west. i don't know i thought i think it was key west but yeah. man so i've seen like wild trailers for bronwyn's party like apparently she has like a weaning party like i don't know if she's like weaning her baby what? off i missed yes yeah. Oh, I, I saw it during the during uh, Dallas, but okay. she has like male strippers involved and like there's a lot of touching of the boobies. Oh, and okay. This, yeah. Yes. Yes. Crazy, crazy, crazy <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay. Which I've come to expect from Orange County after this season. I feel like Bronwyn <laughs> just brings a whole new level of trash to the, the cast. Yes, she does. It's we've come to see that but i i went from i think maybe we talked about this a couple episodes ago i went from really liking her at first now i don't really know how to feel about, about yeah her. same at first i was like oh yeah yeah no i like her and i think it's honestly because so many people are like oh she looks just like stephanie holman which i was like oh i like stephanie so i'm gonna yeah. like broadwood so i think just that association alone made me think that she was gonna be great gonna but be, yep like nah. now i'm like there will be no other stephanie holman ever there, so. she is one of a kind <laughs> um Okay, so I guess next talk is Dallas. Real quick, we want to remind everyone our show today is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. You just have to go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. Go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and get started now. Okay, so <laughs> Dallas started off. I was laughing so hard at the beginning of this episode. So <laughs> So obviously we know we're going to get Travis's 50th birthday party. But before that, Stephanie decided she wanted to surprise him with something else. And so her and, and it Brandy, wasn't butt sex. <laughs> it was not butt sex. Um, but she planned for them to go to medieval times. I was I was laughing just watching her laugh because she was just like ah! literally squealing <laughs> the like, whole time. It's like she's in a Peter Pan screaming oh my gosh it's so funny because like they roll out oh I'm like on their way there they're driving like I knew where they were they're driving down Cedar Springs which is like down by like where the hospital district was yes and like and they're like oh we're going to the roundup that's like this is like the gay bar <laughs> area they're like yeah, yeah yeah we're going to the roundup and so they keep driving and they roll up to medieval times and like Brian and Travis are both just kind of like oh, what the fuck <laughs> I know she's so like, <laughs> she's <laughs> screaming i was just dead oh my gosh it was so funny so oh my god have I've, you been to medieval times i was about to ask you that i've been one time i went in high school for my high school best friend's 17th birthday party <laughs> there was like oh god maybe 10 or 12 girls and we went in a limo her mom got us a limousine oh my gosh and we so rolled extra. up to medieval that's times amazing. in a limo and that's my the only time i've, I've ever been and i don't I mean, I remember it. I don't remember a ton from it because that was, what, 12, 13 years ago? But how about you? Have you been? Uh, yes, and I've been recently. Really? <laughs> Wait, like recently, like within the past how long? Uh, within the past year and a half. <laughs> it, was oh. it you in Austin or who'd you go with? Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so um, I would... For like a year, I when I was new to my volunteer organization, I like was a part of this little group of girls, and they kind of put you in small groups just so you kind of feel lost in this, you know, this organization of like yeah, thousand women, and you just like don't have anybody to really to connect with. So they try to pair you with people that are like similar age and hopefully similar interests and similar living areas and that kind of thing. So 
anyway, one of the things that we did was every month we would pick something to go do and we would all go do it. So one of the girls picked medieval times nice. and you know what? Like I was pissed because like it was after work, like I had to drive back home and then drive back out there. I didn't even have time to change. I had time to come and get Austin and then drive back out there. And so I was in my scrubs. I looked like shit. And they're all like, let's take pictures. I'm like, hey, fuck up. Oh. So anyway. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's pretty much exactly how they show it in the show. It's yes. like, they don't give you forks or knives to eat your food with. Like no. everything is handheld. <laughs> so yes. Uh, which they've gotten better about it I don't think it's as messy as it used to be because I I went when I was little too but yeah yeah there's like a there's like this horse show they have jousting and now there's a queen instead of the king because hashtag feminism so (laughs) anyway it's a uh, it's it's a time time (laughs) I know I laughed so hard though when Brandy said medieval times where you go to get knighted and have diarrhea (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then she farts she farts it's like i can't what is oh my gosh uh i can't believe the microphone picked it up that was so funny <laughs> i know because i was like wait did i hear that right and then i know too. i was like oh i farted did you hear that like, i'm dead i can't uh oh my gosh. so that was really funny oh so um, good i think they probably all had a i'm sure brian and well they're they're good husbands Let's just put it that way. Well, it's so funny because she had them like night Travis. She's yes. like, what What would make this even worse for Travis? Oh, I know. Getting called out and have to go like get knighted. In front of <laughs> so, an audience. Both yes. he and Brian get knighted while they are there. <laughs> so funny. So cute. Um, So then we have, they show, I guess, Cam's daughter's going off to camp is what it seems like. And they're making it seem like her daughter's just more of a tomboy. Nothing wrong with that. But I guess she's getting along with her husband not getting along just jiving they have better better bond it seems like yeah that's just she's not into girly girl things like cameron is (laughs) like you know not she's not obsessed with pink and diamonds and all that jazz but so they take her to i guess an archery class which i've never done i don't think i've ever done a a shooting an arrow anywhere really i don't you never done archery i don't think did you ever go to like summer camp or anything nope Okay. No, I just, I didn't do it. I didn't do that. I went one year when I was in sixth grade, but it was to like a church type camp and there was no like activity type thing. Oh, that's lame. Yeah. So no, I've never done it. So I feel, I feel like I would be terrible. I don't know. (laughs) It's not easy. Yeah. That's, that's for sure true. And what's funny about like this whole camp theme is is, like camera makes it sound, and maybe I am just oblivious because I do not have more money than God, but like, (laughs) She's like, oh yeah, camps are like a big thing in Dallas. And like, you have to get on a wait list from like the time your child is like 18 months old. And I'm like, what? Like, oh. What? What camps oh, do you go into? Where, where, are you- where are these boarding school camps that you're <laughs> sending your kids off to? And like, no. in like New England? Like, what's, what is this? We're, I so, guess we're just not hoity-toity enough. We're, we're not. Yeah. But this is when she brings up to her husband that she is, has declined Travis's 50th birthday party invitation from stephanie because she's still butthurt about <sighs> stephanie's last minute cancellation on leanne's shower which i'm like this is su- successfully been dragged on way too long i was se- like i said i think at a couple episodes ago when we talked about it i was semi i understood where cameron was coming from but stephanie apologized 
right? She apo- or she apologized mm-hmm. for she for apologized being for so late on the being so canceling. late and for not at least telling Leanne directly. She apologized for that, which I was like, that's right. okay. So all's good. All should be good. She's still holding on this damn grudge, which I don't understand. I don't understand. She's like, well, so if she, you know, wouldn't come, couldn't come make it to Leanne's like, I'm not going to come to this. She's like, could I actually make it? Probably, but I'm not gonna. It's like, oh my God. Oh, Stop. Gosh. Good Lord. Um, which that, that comes up again later and we'll see how Stephanie actually feels about that, which I felt really bad for, bad for Stephanie. Um, but we then moved to Carrie has a photo shoot for her jewelry line, which we have more of her daughter. And I was like, oh, please, daughter, be nice. Be nice to her. Her daughter wasn't as big of an ass this time around. Yeah, her but daughter was much better. <laughs> but it's like, oh, thank God. Thank goodness for yourself. You aren't too terrible. Um, <laughs> but so she takes some cute pictures with her daughter and then stephanie stops by which was nice and takes some pictures <laughs> and i'm like i just love that they're becoming really good friends yes i like that so much um but that's when carrie tells stephanie that she was talking to camera and was like yeah she's not coming to the party because she feels like stephanie is not making an effort in their friendship which <sighs> i'm that's sorry that's ridiculous, ridiculous. that's absolutely it's just ridiculous. like surface friends don't go to their their husband's birthday parties or their surface friends husband's birthday parties and i'm like how petty so petty and the one and i'm petty like <laughs> i could be a petty person like <laughs> right and i'm like okay stephanie said that one time and she didn't even mean it really the way that yeah, it, it came off came differently off. yeah and she's never said it again so the fact that cameron's just harping on it so much is it's That's getting ridiculous. annoying and I, yeah. I was starting to like cameron and i hope that i still do like cameron but it's going back down for me a little bit because she's just well, she doesn't really have a storyline outside of this Stephanie thing. I guess, like, I guess she I mean, doesn't. She really doesn't. So I think that's why she's trying to keep that fire burning because I mean, Stephanie's got a whole bunch of stuff going on. Like she's planning the Thailand trip and I mean, she did the birthday party and yeah, you know, she and Brandy are almost like a package deal. So anything that Brandy's doing, she's involved in. And so yeah. they got the podcast. So that's still to come. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that she's reaching for a storyline and that's why. And it, it fell back as it then it made Stephanie cry like she was crying to Carrie because she was like, I hate, you know, I hate that I don't feel like I'm not worthy for her friendship. Yeah. And I'm like, that's yeah, I feel like nothing could be further from the truth, but it's so hard to see that whenever you're the person that's feeling that way. Yeah. And then so then they cut to I guess Stephanie's mom was in town and she starts talking to her mom about the situation too and starts crying as well. And then you you learn you feel so bad like I felt so bad because she opens up about how when she was younger, her mom, you know, I guess kind of felt like she wasn't worthy either. So she married, the, I guess the women in that society did not feel that Stephanie's mom was worthy because she was poorer than her dad was, I guess, mm-hmm. and married up and didn't feel like she was worthy to be in that circle of people or just horrible to her and in turn horrible to Stephanie and her sister. And so she always felt, and her mom was such a people pleaser that she just kept a happy face throughout everything and then behind closed doors was just a mess I'm like that's so sad that's so sad so I that- felt so bad and like her mom just seems like such an angel like no she looks uh, she seems like she's such a sweet person so and she's the one that told Stephanie she's like you need to learn that like the only person's opinion about you that matters is how you think about yourself yeah so oh 
Which I mean, listening to Stephanie's podcast recently, like she talks about that a little bit too. She's like, I used to be a huge people pleaser and now I'm just learning just to not, not care. And I've just grown past caring what other people think. And I'm like, good for you. Yeah. Cause that's her, we can all do that. That's what she was saying to her mom. Cause she was like, I feel like I've taught Cameron that she can treat me this way because in the past I would roll over and say, I'm sorry, or you know, try and move past the situation and not say how I really felt. She's like, I don't want it to be this way anymore, which is why I'm trying to kind of keep my foot down on this, but it's so hard and she feels insecure and Cameron brings out that insecurity in her because Cameron mm-hmm. is at the end of the day, while Stephanie is extremely wealthy now and is on the same like wealth playing field kind of as Cameron is, mm-hmm. she still feels like that quote unquote poor girl like that is not good enough to hang out with her I'm like that's so sad I know I would hang out with Stephanie in a heartbeat she seems awesome me too oh so anyway then we get to Travis's birthday party which is a hoot because the theme is midlife crisis yes and I remember hearing about this on the podcast it just makes me me laugh seeing it but uh Stephanie dresses up as Peggy Bundy (laughs) she's got this huge huge teased out hair and this like tight leopard print dress and it's perfect so perfect and then travis has on like gucci from head to toe and he's got these like five thousand dollar like sweatpants that are gucci and- <laughs> yes oh my god but did you hear how much she said they spent on this whole party i did they spent a hundred thousand dollars which just like makes me i just oh. went to meet with a financial planner today so it's like big numbers like that freak me out <laughs> i'm like can you imagine just literally dropping that and it not even making a dent in your bank account like that's unreal that's just crazy. Oh. oh my God. And like he wanted that. It wasn't even like Stephanie's like, oh, let's do this. It's no. like, this is what Travis wanted. And he's, uh, I yeah. don't know. Uh, that's just so bizarre to me. Cause like Austin is like, not that like I'm a huge spender, but like out of like the two of us, I'm definitely the one that spends more. Like I'm a little bit looser in that regard than he is. Like he's very thrifty and not cheap, but just very frugal. Yeah. So for like the husband to be like, yeah, let's throw a hundred thousand dollars worth of a birthday party. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't even wrap my mind around no. that. So yes. Oh, yep. Gave me anxiety just hearing that. Um yeah. <laughs> and then what else was ever oh, so Brandy dressed up as a Playboy bunny. Like, okay. Shout out to Bun Bun. Oh yeah, Bun Bun. Oh, hey Bun Bun, rest in peace. R.I.P. <laughs> and then what else? Leanne did not come dressed up at all. Nope. <laughs> Carrie came dressed up as Snooky. That made me laugh. That was so funny. I was like, oh, I don't remember who said it. Was it Brandy? Was like, like, she's older than Snooki. So like, how is this been like crisis? She's like, I think she isn't understanding the (laughs) theme, but that's fine. Anyway, um, Brandy tells Stephanie that they're waiting on a paternity test from Bruin's sibling to see if they truly want to adopt or not and I'm I'm really anxious to see how this plays out because I don't know what I would do like Austin and I have talked about that because he watches it with me I'm like what would you do I don't know oh and it's I mean we literally unless I've been living under a rock we don't know today the status on like no no we don't I haven't seen anything I mean they were really good about hiding Bruin yeah so. so I'm sure if they had another baby they would be hiding it until the very end too but or so let's think. Okay, this was filmed back in like between the months of like it was March, March and, and like May, April, May, June. I thought they filmed. So I know we went and saw their live podcast end of May. So uh-huh. they could have gone into beginning. I don't know. They filmed probably a little bit longer. So like March through maybe mid June or so. Yeah, I think so. Um, so let's say the late or the mom was pregnant or like they found out it, she was pregnant 
in like March. Let's see. She could be about like maybe hasn't even quite given birth yet. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I guess it just depends on how far along how she far was along. whenever she let them know. Yeah. But yeah, it's possible that he hasn't he or she hasn't even gotten here yet. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, I'm interested to find figure find out yeah what actually what decision they ultimately make because she brought up how she's like you know if it we get the results back and it's not if they're they're only half siblings like she's like I would feel a little less guilty not adopting yeah. it when then it being a, a true full sibling. Yes, so, I know. Sorry. I'm just glad I'm not in that situation because it's oh, like I said a little hard decision. Oh. I do. So Leanne shows up and she's like, Rich told me to ask you, uh, ask Travis, ask you if you're going to get that sex tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it would be giving, not getting on his, his, but then like Stephanie's like, yeah, we can do butt sex. I'll gladly shove something up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my so gosh. Funny. So then Deandra comes dressed up as Mama D, which is looked- hilarious. She just stole one of her wigs. They looked, I mean, she looked she looked like exactly spitting image like uh, her she yes. mama d the outfit on though with the the titties and the nipple like i don't know yeah, what that was i didn't understand where she was coming from i guess she said that was her midlife crisis versus oh, mama d's but okay i was like yeah. very confused i was like i don't think mama d would wear that but that's fine um, dude rodney adkins performed at travis's birthday which i i've how, how do you even Atkins. how do you even get that i don't know what connection i don't do you know have? like who do you reach out to in order to make that happen like oh hey so-and-so is having a birthday party and they're a c-list celebrity is this something you'd be interested in doing it's like i know but then i guess it's like if you get a little t- even it was like a snippet of tv time it's like maybe he reaches and people are like oh who's rodney atkins let me look up rodney yeah. atkins you know people that don't know who he is maybe that's true and he they probably paid him but but little money yeah, that's true. That that was probably part of the reason why it was a hundred thousand dollars. Yes, but. exactly. Um, anyway, so Deandra yes. gets hammered and starts showing off her little pasties <laughs> on her boobies. Which I think Deandra being drunk is funny. Like Leanne does not find it funny, but I think drunk Deandra is a good time. I think like, it's really <laughs> funny. I know, and I'm like, maybe it shouldn't be funny. But was it last season? The whole where Leanne was like, you're an alcohol or called her an alcoholic or whatever. Yeah. And so, which I obviously, I know she had an alcoholic father, so it's something she needs to watch. And I guess that's yeah. why Leanne's concerned, but I feel like Leanne's also not really concerned. She's just being, I don't know, wants to be in Deandra's business for no reason. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, she's literally like pulling her titties out and just <laughs> on the floor, like, woo. Well, and Stephanie brought up a good point too. She said that she feels like Deandra drinks sometimes to connect with Leanne because Leanne feels like she has to take care of Deandra whenever she's drinking. Yeah. And so it's almost like that's her way to like be able to talk with Leanne without her guard up. And yeah. they kind of seem to forget some of their their struggles. But even at this party, Leanne was kind of like, I'm not gonna take care of her. And she gets Carrie or she tells Carrie to take care of her. And <laughs> Carrie's like, No. Nope. <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway, then Deandra gets everyone to take shots. So they're all doing like tequila shots. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my this God. Is a shit show. Yes. So next thing we know, everyone's packing to go to Thailand. So Rich starts talking about ping pong shows too. <laughs> which sounds like he's seen one or two in his time because he doesn't I, answer. I really wonder how much we're going to see of like said ping pong show. And like, I know we're not going to get a full bad shot with 
ping pong balls ping flying pong. out. Yeah. But I'm just very curious. I'm like, are we going to get like a side glance where we're just going to see a lady down and then just see a ping pong ball fly? And we're not going to see I'm wondering. Like, I, I would be very curious to see that. I'm, I'm like, curious too. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm just very, I just don't understand the like logistics. The mechanics behind this. of yes, it. Yeah. Like, I don't. <laughs> so. so. Yes. Anyway, then they show up at the airport and court's like, okay, you can't say anything disparaging about the king or the royal family. And Cam's like, what is disparaging me? And I'm oh like, my oh God. my gosh, yeah. really? <laughs> but come to find out the ladies truly don't know anything about Thailand. Don't know where all. it is. Don't know any, literally nothing about it. Like that's, so. if I, you know, and whatever, I'm not s- sitting here saying I know it. like everything about Thailand. But if I was traveling somewhere and I wasn't a hundred percent sure where I was going, I would look at a map. I would do some Google research. Like I would do some research on where I'm like, you know, it's a foreign country, like anything about their culture, their traditions, like I don't know, but maybe I'm, I'm also very type a and like to be organized like that. So it stressed me out that nobody knew anything about anything. Yes. (laughs) Me too. Oh, so this this will be an interesting trip. I'm excited to see it. Yes. It'll probably be at least two episodes, I would think, of Thailand content. Probably so. At least yes. two. Because I mean, when they, they went to Mexico, I think it was at least two. It was like two or three. Yeah. 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 So. Oh. So that's where we ended off there. Um, so I guess I'll kind of give just like a quick recap are you gonna I don't want to spoil it for you either you're not gonna spoil it for me I mean um, I'm sure our listeners will want to know because yeah. they probably watched it I just didn't get a chance to watch it because I've been traveling this week so so just very quick high level overview of New Jersey so it starts off with so Joe has been and I think it was at the end of the last episode too Joe has been released from prison but he's um in an ice facility right now so he calls Teresa at like 4 30 in the morning and I think that's where it ended the last episode where he was like, it's, it's worse here than it was in prison. I guess it turns out that where he was in prison was very like low security, not low security, but it was very, he could go outside. He could kind of wander around. He wasn't confined to his cell 24 seven where he is now total, like total opposite. He was like, it's, it's hell here. Um, So we start the episode where their lawyer comes over to the house and sits down with like all the daughters um, and Teresa just kind of trying to explain the situation now, like, hey, this is what we have to do going forward. This is what it's going to look like. In that process, Joe calls them. And so they all talk to him. And like, of the daughters, Milan, so there's Gia, Melania, Audrina, and there's one other. I don't remember her name. There's Gia, Melania, Adriana, and uh, Gabriella. Yeah. Well, I guess Melania is the like most upset. Melania is so funny. Oh my gosh, I love Melania. <laughs> well, anyway, she, yeah, she's like the most upset over all this. Um, but he calls them. He so they all get to talk to him. Um, but he's like only be able to be on the phone for like a very limited amount of time. Um, he does not want them to come visit him because they can't go in and like actually see him, touch him, sit on his lap, all that stuff. It's through a glass, through like a glass shield with with phones. He's like, I don't want you to see me in this manner. So y'all are not allowed to come visit me which upsets them all. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a sad situation. Um, the next, I guess, biggest thing is that Melissa's husband, I guess he came up with a book like about renovating houses. I didn't know that's what her husband oh. did, um, oh. but he had like a book launch party. Um, and it was really sweet here because he like thanked 
his dad and their dad is like the cutest you know like he just you can't ever i adore their dad oh my gosh no no is so sweet (laughs) and he was like thanking his dad he was like for you all the sacrifices you made for me like i would not be in this situation like you're the absolute best he like started tearing up and like it was so sweet i was like oh my god this is so sad not so sad it was just like heartwarming is the best way to put it yeah um but then they so i guess dolores wanted to plan this out because she knew obviously Teresa was going through a ton of stuff so she planned an outing for all the ladies to go do this like obstacle course together um just to get Teresa's mind off of everything and so she tells Teresa at this party like hey I want us to go do this for you um and that's when Teresa was like okay well if we're gonna do this for me number one Jackie can't come and number two I want to invite Danielle (laughs) and so Dolores was like well this is your thing so yes to both of those even though she's like even though nobody likes danielle nobody wants danielle here but if you want her sure so of course that makes all the other ladies like upset and then when jackie finds out that she's not invited she's pissed she's like well so much for a truce with Teresa." like um so then (laughs) i guess it comes out did we learn this in prior seasons that so i guess danielle is now engaged to some dude did you did you know this she has a fiance. No, I didn't know that. Okay. So I guess, so she got divorced. This is what I'm learned. So she got divorced and then was within a split second engaged to some dude. I didn't catch his name. Oh, uh, she's been engaged like so many times. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But ap- apparently this guy was the boyfriend of one of Danielle's really good friends named G- Gina. I don't know if we know who, G- if you know who Gina is. Gina. Margaret was talking to this Gina lady. No, I Maybe don't remember. Anyways, but so this Gina lady is now no longer friends with Danielle because she essentially stole her boyfriend and is now marrying him. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this bodes, this makes Danielle just look fucking fantastic. I don't know Danielle at all, but from what I've gathered from these ladies talking, she's a terrible person. She is awful. She is just manipulative <laughs> and mean and conniving. It's just okay. well, awful. Great. Awful so then we go to the obstacle course where Danielle shows up. Everyone's you know, nice to her face, like, hi, that we're here for Teresa, whatever. They do this weird obstacle course together. Cool. Then everyone goes back to Dolores's house, and this is where shit hit the fan. Um, not really hit the fan. It wasn't too bad, but Margaret starts yelling at Danielle <laughs> because she was like, You stole so and so's man, and now you're marrying him, and you're a whore and a prostitute. It came up oh that she God. was a prostitute. Well, she okay. I don't know if there was any validation to this. Was Danielle ever a prostitute? Like legitimately, she I think was a, an exotic dancer at one time. Okay, I don't remember <laughs> if she was actually a prostitute. I feel like she wrote a book, and it kind of like depicted like what her life was like back when she was kind of on, like. <sighs> it came up. I, she she was a sex worker of some type. <laughs> okay, so, so. It, it came up. Someone mentioned like I didn't know your name was actually Beverly, and that like sent off her into an uproar where i guess she changed her name from beverly because she was into some legal shit in the past where she was involved in like apparently like a kidnapping and part of the columbia cartel i i don't know but that was like a sore subject um and anyways so margaret is yelling at danielle danielle gets up it's like i don't have to put up with this shit and she in passing then calls margaret a whore and it 
turns into this whole thing. And everyone's like, Teresa, this is why we don't invite her around. And of course, Teresa runs after Danielle and sticks up for her, sticks on her side and comes back in. She's like, well, y'all really didn't treat her fairly. And they're like, she's a piece of shit. So no, we didn't. No, um, she's horrible. Yeah. And that was kind of the end of it. Of That was the end of the episode. <laughs> so they ran Danielle right on out of the house. <laughs> Good. Good. But this is where whores and prostitutes and all of the verbiage came up. So. Well, so did you ever see the episode? Like, this is an early, early episode of New Jersey, but I know you've seen the clip of like where Teresa flips the table. Yes. <laughs> okay. That was over Danielle when she's like, prostitution whore. Like, that, that was at Danielle. Okay. So they, it's they weird showed that, that now they're friends. Okay. They showed that clip then. So I was, that's why I recognized it because I think people were like, because Teresa was like, you can't call her a prostitute or something. They're like, are you <laughs> like, fucking you kidding did. me? And that's when they showed the clip. And I didn't realize that she was saying that to Danielle. Okay. All yeah. makes sense now. So yeah. interesting. She's like, you engaged 19 times. You're a prostitution whore. Oh. <laughs> she just like flips the tape. Oh my gosh. That is why I love New Jersey. Cause Teresa is absolutely insane. Like, like you just never know what's going to happen. I will say, I, I don't know how much you know about jersey have, have you watched it besides like the episodes that you've seen recently no i in college i watched it so it was probably okay. like so you know yeah. do you remember like caroline manzo yes. and like jacqueline i yes. miss them i yes. wish they could come back because they were amazing and then like kathy wakile was on there for a while and she was fun but Oh. Now they're not, they're all gone. So, so. Was, Teresa, was Teresa like from the very, she was from season yes. one. Is she the only one that stuck around the whole? Like, yes. Okay. I believe so. Okay. Interesting. Because hmm. she needs that money, girl. Oh my gosh. She needs that money. <laughs> yes. Um, And then real quickly, I don't have much to say about Atlanta. Basically, still, Nini was still not on this episode. No, oh. ni- no Nini. Um, and basically the entire episode was all about Portia's drama with her baby daddy and him cheating on her and then so it came up i guess the allegations are number one that he slept with some chick number two that he's involved in like drugs and bestiality Ew. yeah so <laughs> wow uh, what what a winning combination that is yeah Ugh. and so it they learned so she went to like therapy with um what's her the dude's name dennis i guess is the the guy that she was with they went to therapy and she was like i can't be with you they didn't show the session but she basically was like i can't like trust you unless oh before they went to therapy they they did have sex so of course she was oh. like well i got to my six weeks six weeks postpartum and i'm human so i need i had i had my urges like so i just slept with him sounds so like gina oh my god <laughs> i know um then they went to therapy and she was like i can't be with you unless you're honest with me and so he was honest and came out and said yes i did have sex with someone while you were pregnant and so she stormed out of the session was like i can't do this there's no way i can't be with you and i'm like i oh, she's probably please. gonna i don't know if she's getting back up with him but the, the whole episode was just basically centered around that drama oh and it came out that he so i guess they got engaged while she was pregnant and apparently through all this while she's been rightfully upset that he cheated on her while she was about to birth their baby um he took back the engagement ring from her <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> like the audacity. Wow. The um, audacity. So that was, I mean, I know there was other stuff that happened, but that was kind of the central gist of the episode was all involved around that. So, oh my goodness. Um, yeah. And it was a lot of, a lot of her sister trying to, con- not trying to convince her, but I guess her sister went through something similar and is no longer with the dad of her kid. 
and was like, I'm a single mom. It's the hardest thing in the world. Like if and other people were like, well, if it, if of all the rumors, like he only slept with someone else and like bestiality and drugs aside, like you guys can work through him cheating on you. And she's like, no, <laughs> we can't. But yeah. not that everyone's trying to convince her to get back with him. But it's like her sister was like, it's really, really hard being a single mom. Like if you can work through this with him, I suggest that you do. Yeah. And she basically was like, no, like I admire the fact that you left your baby daddy because you basically said I'm not putting up with this shit and she's like I want my daughter to know or set an example for her in the future being like I'm not don't put up with bullshit so yeah that was the gist of it yeah yeah well hmm. so feel free to watch both episodes though to get a more in-depth I will I for sure will watch Jersey because Jersey is like one of my favorites yeah but um, all right. Well, we're shoot. We're at an hour. So I guess we'll end on our juicy peaches since we already did our peach, our pits. peach pits. Yeah. What is your juicy peach of the week? <laughs> My juicy peach is really just silly because there's no reason for me to be this excited about it. But, um, LSU beat Alabama this weekend and it was yes. glorious. It was great. It was a great game. First of all, but yes. it was, oh man, just, I know. Oh, just so good. Just so good to see yes. Alabama lose. I know. It made me it made me very happy too. That's a great juicy peach of the week. Oh man, it was just delicious. Oh man. I can't even it was just too good. And plus I love Coach O from LSU. I think he's hysterical because he is like the most football sounding football coach yes. of all football coaches. And he <laughs> talks like this and he has to have subtitles because you can't understand him because he's Cajun. And he's just like, go Tigers. Go Tigers. I know. Go Tigers. But it was cute, though. He was kind of, he was tearing up while they were interviewing him. I because know. I was like, oh. He's just like so rough and gruff, <laughs> but actually a big softie. I know. So yes, I'm a big Kojo fan. Oh. So. Okay. Well, so my, my Juicy Peach. So this weekend, Justin and I, well, it kind of, it's kind of like, it's a pit slash juicy peach okay so we are in front of our house like we're never really out in our front yard a a ton um but so whenever we first built our house obviously they put in like bushes and they didn't really put like any flowers or anything in front of our house but it's like just like little bushes and plants and stuff to make it look nice well we moved into our house almost two years ago and haven't done shit with it since then and we were walking Copley the other day and we got to the front of our house we were like holy shit we are that house in the neighborhood that people probably walk by and are like, Oh God, <laughs> because things were just overgrown. There was like dead bush. There's just dead stuff everywhere. Not animals, but like dead plants, dead plants. <laughs> dead plants. And just like some bushes way overgrown. And we were like, okay, we have got to do something. This is terrible. So we spent Sunday morning slash afternoon, basically ripping up all the dead things and like trimming and making things look better. So, thankfully we are no longer the house that looks like complete garbage but it still looks kind of like shit because we don't want to we i want to plant like flowers and stuff that makes it more colorful and pretty but i was like we're almost in december i don't want to like dive into that until probably spring i've never done anything i know you guys have done a lot of stuff with your Um, house or some stuff we might we might do pansies because they they do okay in the cold weather but I don't know. I mean, cause I think you still have to cover them up whenever it gets really, really cold. So, yeah. uh, but our, our yard is in the same shape. Like all of our plants are dead and we need to go out and like trim them, but like we just haven't had time. Yeah. So. so 
at least we are no longer like embarrassed when we walk in front of our house. It looks better, but it still, it needs some sprucing up. But my juicy peaches, we are no longer, when we walk, we're no longer like, oh my God. <laughs> we're <laughs> not a bad that house. house. Yes. So that's Aww. good. Yay. Good. Yeah. You have a pretty yard. Yes. Oh man. Okay. Well, we have successfully uh, talked for almost an hour and five minutes, so. People probably want us to shut up. So I will just remind everyone we are on social media on Instagram and Twitter at Peachy Podcast. And you can always call in and leave us a voicemail at 972-885-9361. And we will see everybody next week. Bye. Bye.